views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan. Radically Distinct Radio bridges the worlds of brand marketing and professional development to help you take control of your future and build your brand to accomplish your goals. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself to launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Radically Distinct Radio provides insights for how to show up in the world as your most powerful brand. As a brand strategist, advertising producer, and business coach, Jen Morgan has 15 years experience helping individuals, teams, and companies create stories that inspire action. Her RAD method empowers people to be radically distinct by giving them a framework for perceiving their brand and expressing their value that sets them in a class of their own. Now, she brings the RAD method to the airwaves to help you maximize your brand power to produce results. Here's your host, Jen Morgan. Hey, Ms. Jen. I'm Dr. Hey. Pat. Jen Morgan and I here. What's up? <laughs> oh, it's a great day. I'm excited about today. <laughs> I am too. We're talking about my one of my favorite topics, performance. How to maximize your brand's power to produce results. Um, it's kind of the missing element for a lot of people. You know, this idea of actually doing something to produce results. But you've been kind of laying that out with the, radi- with, the, with the radically distinct method, as well as, you know, sharing what is so important for us to understand about being radically distinct. Say a few words before we jump into this, just for folks that may not have been listening all along here. Yes, yeah, so I come from production. Um, I used to produce advertising photography and advertising projects for big companies like Coca-Cola, U.S. Postal Service. And in a project like that, everybody is great at what they – everybody is a photographer. Everybody mm-hmm. is a, you know, an art director. Everybody knows how to use all the programs. So you're not going to be differentiating yourself based on what you know or what you can do. You're going to differentiate yourself based on the roles that you can play. And um, one of the ways that was how I basically went from being a production assistant to producing, you know, million dollar campaigns was because I was able to help the implementation process. I was able to help people find the problems that they were having that maybe they weren't realizing and they were just working around them as, you know, we tend to do. We tend to just think things are just this is just how you have to do it. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not true, actually. And and if you just pay attention to what, where some of the hiccups are, there's a lot of um, increase in your ability to produce results that can come from that. It can be from the conversations you're having within your own head about what's possible, or it could be about the conversations you're having with people around you about what they think is possible. So the whole point of bringing the idea of the RAD method to the airways is to create a conversation around how do we produce these ideas that we have in our head and how do we get better at doing that so that we can more quickly <laughs> realize yeah. these visions and move on to new ones. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to ask you this question about value for a minute. I know in the previous shows we've talked about value, but also um, there's a conversation about performance and value. 
And, you know, today we're looking at how to elevate, how to maximize a brand's power to produce the results we want. Many people work, 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 work. They do uh, one through 50 things and then they turn around and wake up one day and we say, uh, yeah, I got some results, but boy, that is not something I wanted to show up. What does it mean to maximize your brand's power? Well, your brand power is a measure of efficacy. So how effective are you at having an idea in your mind and then bringing that into reality, realizing that? Uh, you're, you have to have an ability to clarify what you're trying to do, to get people interested in what you're trying to do, because we really can't, there aren't very many things you can do completely on your own. I mean, if you're trying to... Mm -hmm do a business, you have to have a customer. So there's that, you know, if you're trying to, um, you know, maybe get a, um, get a new job or get, elevate your position within an organization, you have to get people that are going to give you that opportunity. So, you know, you have, you have to have, be clear about what you're trying to do and you have to have a way to get people to listen to you. And then you have to inspire them to take an action to support you. So that's brand power. And we have individual brand power and we have collective brand power. And the RAD method, the purpose of it is to strengthen that relational aspect that you have with yourself and with other people so that your vision more quickly comes to be. Yeah. I mean, do you run into difficulty with folks? I know you you work with individuals to help them understand, first of all, you know, what is their brand? But secondly, how the RAD method actually takes them through a process where there are very specific things that you help them with to get to the conversation about performance. And that's really the brand power part of this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I believe and what I base a lot of my teaching on is that our understanding of ourself and how we fit mm -hmm. into our environment or the world around us. That's how uh, we shape how we show up in the world, like our per, our way of understanding ourselves in a relationship to our, our environment. And the purpose of the RED method is to organize those intangible aspects of relationship building and then to build a program around your innate ability to attract and convert people onto your side. Uh, I think we have a lot of... <clears throat> Uh, negative ideas about marketing and sales mm -hmm. that perpetuate themselves that I, that are not helpful in being able to create your vision. Because if you're trying to create something that doesn't exist, then you need to sell. <laughs> you need to market. You need mm -hmm. those things. And the and the RAD method is five pillars, which we've been going through together yeah. for the last, I don't know, I guess it would be six or seven months. Mm -hmm. Um can I go through those pillars real quick? Yes, I would love for you to do this for okay. folks that, and if you haven't heard the shows, Jen's also going to tell you where you can, you know, now listen, but please take us through them. Okay. So passion is the first pillar and passion is your fuel. It's that emotional energy that you put into what you do. It's not just if you like to do something or not. It's just whether or not you have a full tank of gas when you're attempting to do something or you're running on empty. Uh, I watched this show called The Iron Fist on Netflix. And mm -hmm. when his fist becomes all empowered, right, that's a full tank of gas. And the reason why is he's aligned with his chi. And as soon as he's no longer aligned with his chi, he's distracted, he's apathetic 
sick. He has no strength. He has no power, right? So when he's all focused and his chi is aligned, he's able to put all of his energy into a punch <laughs> to simplify it. Um, and the RAD method is going to align your motivation to your short and long-term goals. So instead of just doing these things that you think you're supposed to be doing or ignoring, burying your head in billable hours because you hate doing marketing and sales, what you need is to figure out how you can be excited about this plan that you want to implement. And that's going to make make you do better at it. And it's also going to get you better results. Mm -hmm. The second pillar is perception. Um, there's this, I'm sure you've seen it before. It's called Ruben's vase, where you there's a vase on if, and one way you look at it, you see a vase and another way you look at it, you see two faces looking at each other. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And it's that shift in perception that changes what you see. Do you see a vase or do you see two faces and a shift in perception affects your attitude. It shapes your strategy and it increases or decreases your confidence to move forward. So in the RAD method, what we're trying to do is to evolve the way you think about who you are and what you're capable of in relation to the vision and the goals that you have. Because if you've never done it before, you need a new way to think about yourself so that you can believe that you can do it realistically and have an idea as to some of the things that are going to come up so that you don't get uh, you know, averted before you even you know, really get a chance to dig in. Yeah. The third one is positioning. It's how you shape other people's perception of who you are. And that's how you align yourself to other people and resources in order to bring your vision into reality. I think that people make this way too complicated and they don't really understand how to make it um, something everybody can use. So the purpose of a RAD method is to simplify your positioning strategy and make it something that a third grader could really understand, which is going to make it way easier for your communication teams. You know, your, your, it, if you think about your, it's just, maybe it's just you, but if it's just you, then you're a salesperson, you're a marketing person, you're a developer of your product or of your business, you know, you're all these different phases, or if you're a big company of all these different groups and you want everybody to be on the same page, the positioning strategy is how you do that. And it'll, that gives the, um, that's how everybody communicates the same story. And then the public has the same perception. That's the goal of a positioning strategy. Then the third one's promotion. That's how you raise your hand and let people know who you are and what you're capable of. I think that we don't, we get really have a lot of shame around sales and marketing for ourselves. It's way easier to promote other people than it is to promote <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. And over time, that really causes you to dim your light. You know, you really do start to think that you're not worthy when you start to not understand and let people know who you are and what you're at because they're no longer recognizing you. So recognition's an inside job. You got to recognize yourself and the value that you have. And then you got to get yourself out there, which is to get yourself out of your comfort zone. And the red, what I do with the red method is to invent a way of promoting your, you or your company or your team. That's your own style. And, mm -hmm. it, and it's an easy extension of who you are because you're still alive today, which means that you have somehow effectively got your, you know, uh, politicked your way <laughs> into existence today. So there is some sort of promotion that you're doing or have done in the past to still be, you know, able to operate in this world around us. So I start from that perception and I look for ways in which you could naturally self-promote. And then usually people just don't have an idea of how to do that well. And so then they don't. And then, mm -hmm. then eventually you start to have these ideas that you can't do it. And then the fifth one, which is today, is performance is really you know, answering of the question, how did you do? 
your brand strategy is a forecast for how this is how we're going to go about achieving a vision and then a strategic plan are the actions that you're going to take on a on a daily monthly you know weekly basis your performance is an evaluation of how you do and i know myself included if i don't have a process or how i evaluate i distort <laughs> that great distortion <laughs> and then i continue to move on in the world with this distortion and then uh, i start a new project before i actually figure out how to adjust the one that what you know and this is what we all do this unless we have some sort of way some methodical way to evaluate and so i what I do is I create a perfect, perfect pitch metrics programs like your ideal. I was what ideally all the actions that I would take, and this is how I'm going to track my actions. And then after we see what you do, we get a baseline of your results. Let's say after a quarter, we start to create a performance strategy, and a performance strategy is going to keep you engaged in this program, and it's also going to continue to help you evolve your skill set so that you can achieve the program and get better at it as you continue to work it. Yeah. You know what I love about it is there, you know, there are folks that that may be listening and thinking, okay, I've heard that word performance. And the most important thing I think is to think about when we set personal goals for ourselves. You know, at some level, if we set a personal goal for ourselves and we decide we're going to become master chefs, you know, we have to go through a process of, of what that looks like, especially the way you just described the RAD method. At some point, you've got to have a check to see, wait a minute, I said I was going to do this. Where am I? And that's what I hear you saying. There's got to be a way to take a look and say, wow, I'm really doing well over here, but may have to make a correction in another place. And isn't that part of this particular phase of what you're talking about today for people so that they don't keep going down a pathway, continuing to do things that just aren't working? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because there could be a, a simple little adjustment um, to the languaging you're using or the approach that you're taking. But the only way to really know that is to break down the elements of what you're doing mm -hmm. and find areas where you can track. Like, what can you track about this about this, and we're going to talk a little bit deeper and we go into, I'll give mm -hmm. specific examples, but if you're looking at, okay, I'm a salesperson and I only track sales, right? Like I only track how many sales I have. Well, then how do we know what your conversion rate is? We need to know how many meetings that you have in order to figure out how, you know, of those meetings, how many people decide to become clients with you. But even there's more than that. How do you get somebody into a meeting? Is there a more effective way to get somebody into a meeting? Are you better at internet or are you better at meeting people in person? You know, there's right. all these different little tweaks that help you figure out, okay, I can focus on this and then these other things are going to fall into place. Because you know what? I'm already good. If I get somebody in a meeting with me, then I'm pretty good at getting them to become a client. Let's focus on getting more meetings. Exactly. And that's like a simple way of looking at it. But when we start to look at much more complicated marketing at things, like <laughs> we've got LinkedIn, we've got Twitter, we've got Facebook, we've got all of these things. And then we have our, our actual what pays the bills and we have all, these, all this work we have to get done. So how do we find a way to balance um, and har harmonize our life so that we are marketing and selling ourselves along the way of doing our work. And it's not this separate thing that we only do when things get really bad. <laughs> I love it. You, let's take a short break. We come back. We're going to tell you exactly what that looks like. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Give me your, give me your, give me your attention. 
Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Discover the healing medicine from the giant monkey tree frog, Cambo. Cambo practitioner Ginny Rutherford and professional psychic Todd Rolson have come together for lively discussions of alternative healing medicines from the Amazon. Ginny and Todd bring you Cambo Talk Radio. Tune in each Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific to hear from guests all over the world with real life stories and the medicinal benefits of Cambo. For more information, visit CamboKiss.com. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening, uh, and if you're just wondering what you're listening to, Radically Distinct Radio with Jen Morgan here with me. I'm Dr. Pat. We're talking about performance, how to maximize your brand's power to produce results. Hey, before we go ahead and jump into how do we say and do the right things, would you let folks know how they can find out more about you, but you also have a couple things too that they can get involved with. Yeah, um, you can find more about me at my website, jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at 
at Radically Distinct. And let's see what I have a text club that sends out. I have a podcast version of this show, which we Mm -hmm. do weekly, which helps me a lot to be prepared for this show. And I go a little more in deep in a lot of these different aspects. And if you'd like to find out about that, you can you can find us Radically Distinct Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, any of the major uh, podcast apps. Or you can opt into my text club, which you do by texting the number 31996. And then you want to, in the message part, put RAD, R-A-D. And that's going to put you on a text club. And every time I have a new show go live, you'll get a notice. Awesome. And, you know, for folks wondering how, wait a minute, I could use Jen's help, just go to jenmorgan.com. You know, we've been talking about the RAD method, and today we're talking about how to maximize uh, your brand's power. And the, the end result we want is positive results. But sometimes we'll say and do things that may or may not get us there. So how do we do that? Well, the short answer is you need to be organized in your approach. Mm -hmm. Um, And when when we're talking about saying and doing the wrong things, it's usually because we didn't think it through and then we threw threw Mm -hmm. it out there before we had really thought through what it meant. And so people maybe won't buy in or maybe you you completely blindsided them. In corporate, there's a lot of this that happens. People who have a great idea, they'll they're when they're, they're relatively new to the politics of the corporate arena, um, might throw out an idea at a meeting and nobody will buy into it because that idea actually might be jeopardizing many other agendas that are in this uh, that would be going on in that meeting. So you really want to be organized in how you get slowly network and get people on your side before you pitch an idea out there. You know that you can actually deliver on the idea. You know who is going to lose money or not lo- not gain money. You know there's lots mm-hmm. of different things. So how to say and do the right thing at the right time is really going to be really understanding what you're trying to do and being organized and methodical on how you approach it. Yeah, I mean, and you it's kind of like, wait a minute, you know, having a scenario or a situation happen, right? And you turn around and then you start to scratch your head and say, I, okay, Jen, I don't even know how that happened. So tell us what some of the elements are of this effective plan. Tell us, you know, some of the things that folks can be mindful of as they're thinking about this. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I do a lot of planning, right? So, and that's, Mm -hmm. so when I like, if I'm going to do anything, whether it's a personal goal or a professional goal, I'm going to think about it from an organized plan perspective, um, because then I'm going to be able to see if it's worth my time. So that's like the idea here for if you're talking about your personal life or you're talking about professional, maybe it would be more about trying to achieve specific objectives. So the first thing you start with is an objective. What is it that you're trying to do? <laughs> A big picture objective. So, for example, um, well, let me go through the elements and I'll tell you. Yeah. An so objective, then you have some strategy, a strategy or a couple different strategies. Now, a lot of times people make their tactics, their strategies and tactics are, I would say, are more like an action. Um, a strategy is more, uh, it's also a slightly bigger picture, but it has more to do with the type of effect that you want to make. Um, and then you have goals with trackable actions, which I would call more like a tactic. But I say goals with trackable actions because sometimes if if you don't have that trackable action in there, then you have a bunch of goals you're trying to do and you have a bunch of steps and you don't know how many steps required. And then you don't know if you can actually achieve this goal in a certain amount of time. 
So that's a problem with achieving anything. If you don't, if your timeline won't quite match up with what you're saying. It mm-hmm. will. And then the third one, or in the last one will be a performance strategy. And a performance strategy usually is going to be a second iteration of a plan. So a lot of times I'll do a, a plan and then we'll do a three month review or quarterly review. And that's when we'll start to look at, okay, so these are the results that you had. This is what you were good at. This is where you really fell short. So is there a way that we can um, come up with some sort of concept or some sort of thing that you can do that's external to the actions you've already been doing that's going to help support, you know, where you're lagging and also increase where you're doing really well? So that's a performance strategy. So an example would be uh, objective. Raise my profile within my company by effectively marketing my skill set in the Seattle area. Mm-hmm. And a strategy might be, and I'm going to give you two strategies, and this is actually a plan that I recently used. So strategy might be become a brand ambassador for the company at targeted associations. Another strategy would be to come up with a client nurturing program for you know current clients I already have, but they might yeah. have new, new, pr- pr- new projects that I could get on. So then your goals might be get on a board of board of an association or go to every single meeting of the association. Um, another goal might be take take my one of my clients out to lunch per month, right? Every well, I'm going to try to figure out one of my clients we're yeah. going to go to lunch, and then some actions. You're going to break down those goals into very specific actions. So, for example, taking a client to lunch. Well, you have to make an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> and that client has to be able to accept that invitation. So if you're trying to get one a month, you might want to invite four <laughs> to lunch. Now, depending on how busy your clients are, you might, you know, four might be a lot, four might not be enough. So those are trackable actions. So if I invited four per month, then I scheduled one, or then I was able to schedule right. two. Oops, now I don't have to do another one. But now we can start to track and see how you do based on how your people are. And then the second part would be, now we're reviewing, we're going to come up with a performance strategy. And that performance strategy is going to help you better achieve, but you know, move the met- needle on your metrics. That's our goal with the performance strategy. And it's um, more likely going to be something, sometimes it's very simple, but sometimes it might be a developmental thing. Like for me, with speaking, I, when I first started speaking five years ago, I got up, I went, to, I paid $8,000 to go to a speaking training in mm-hmm. Santa Cruz, got on the stage after two months of being in the program and didn't know my name. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my, my, you know, my, my objective, which was to speak and teach people about how understanding your brand, like I had this vision that I'm doing today, right? But I couldn't do that as long as I couldn't speak in front of a group of people, which I could not do. So I had to come up with some way that I could back down the process of getting past my stage fright. You know, how could I slowly get myself more comfortable in those environments? And so that would be like a performance strategy where yeah. we want to do this thing in our professional life, but we're <laughs> completely incapable. So we're going to go over here and design a little program that's going to slowly build my confidence to do that. Yeah. And, you know, part of this is really looking at doing something that's going to build your confidence and not demoralize you. Uh, You know, there are some things that that folks have done. I mean, it reminds me of the old, you know, let me throw you in the deep end of the pool and let's see if you swim. Well, honestly, if that happens, you're good to go. But if you're thrown into the deep end of the pool and for whatever reason you can't swim, 
that is a memory that you have for a long time. Mm -hmm. So what I hear you saying is you want to create positive interim uh, successes for people. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, so if you're starting out, then you're going to have a different program than somebody who, like I was just telling you, this the mm -hmm. a, a marketing program for a client who had a seven times return on investment out of his work with me. And the reason why we had such a quick turnaround is because I didn't try to get, he's very busy already. He's already really good at what he does, but his mm -hmm. marketing game is kind of lackluster. So what he wanted to do was to start to bump up his ability to market himself to match how good he is at the work that he does. And um, if for someone like that, he, he's already obviously doing something right because he's got a bunch of clients. He's really busy, but he's not being able to make the time for it. So how do I get results out of somebody who is super, super busy and, you know, the t his actual time costs a lot of money? Well, I got to look for a low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, really small, little tiny moves that are aligned to motivations he already has. And I think the biggest deal for him was finding out that he could literally make one client meeting per month and that that in itself would would literally bring in like a $50,000 project. Yeah, that's amazing for people yeah. to find out. Yeah, we work with this all the time because there are some people that are very busy and very successful. And if you start to talk to them about doing a radio show, hosting a radio show once a week, they immediately break out into a sweat. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, think about it. It's like, so, you know, we've had to do some things that are really different than a lot of other places. Some people can, can, you know, carve out the time to do once a month, some folks every other week. And there's got to be that level of flexibility in the work that you do and I do. And that's what I just heard. You know, mm -hmm. you're going to meet people where they are and still still be able to produce extraordinary results. And I don't know that people know much about that. I, I think they think, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to be working with someone. And just the idea of doing this work kind of puts them into a tailspin. We're going to take a short break. When we come back. Here's what Jen is going to share. The fastest way to improve your results. Yeah. Given where you are, given how busy you are, given whatever is going on, this is going to apply to you. The fastest way to improve your results. We're going to take a short break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Want to help reduce the divisiveness in our world? Each year, the School for Esoteric Studies holds a subjective group conference. This year, our focus is on unity and diversity, the science of right human relations. From April till June, we will meditate together, study relevant writings, and share practical strategies for improving how we relate with each other. Join us to help build inclusive communities. Check on our subjective group conference at esotericstudies.net. That's the School for Esoteric Studies at esotericstudies.net. Tune in. 
to Dynamics of Diversity Radio, scripting the new narrative for immigration with leading experts, Kripa Upadhyay and Steve Tanijo on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will remove the noise that often accompanies discussions on this topic and share a new perspective on the dynamics of immigration and diversity, ever reminding us that together we are all at the core of innovation, excellence, and positive change. Visit OrbitLawPLLC.com for upcoming topics. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. When your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O.com. Everybody, welcome back. Jen Morgan in the house. Please go to her website, jenmorgan.com. You know, we're talking about performance. It's, you know, and what I think, Jen, you're talking about here is you're talking about something that can be applied throughout our lives in many, many different ways. Now, if if we're looking at this, we're asking ourselves the question, okay, I love what you're talking about, but you know what? I need to get going now and I need to get this started. And I have to make some changes because I got to produce these results yesterday. What do you do when people show up and kind of say, I need to know the fast way? (laughs) Well, the fast way to improve your results is to track your actions. Uh, I was at the... I was just at a, recently at a sales meeting with a group of salespeople and they were blindsided by their managers who came in and put all of their conversion rates from this internet. They just started a new internet program mm-hmm. and they had no idea they were being tracked, which, you know, you should know as a salesperson, you're eventually going to be tracked, but they weren't mm-hmm. expecting it. And they just, all of a sudden, everybody's stats were on this board. Wow. And everybody was upset. Okay. Wow. Everybody was upset. And so people were asking great questions though, such as, okay, that's fine if you're going to track our results, but how can we also track our results? And, you know, so great conversations there. And then all of a sudden everybody left that meeting and everybody started figuring out how to track their own results. And everybody, each in a per, each person started realizing over the last few months from that meeting, annoying meeting where everybody was, you know, I have to say it was very, very tense meeting. Um, they went away and 
naturally changed you. Okay, I'm going to be tracked here. I'm going to track myself. Also, some people were really good at people who walked right in the door. Other people were really good at um, internet leads. Other people were really good at phone. And so they started to focus on the things that they were best at and everybody's slowly increasing their results based on that. So the, the thing when you want to quickly improve something is you have to figure out what to focus on, right? Is that's what you want to expand. Mm -hmm. So you can't focus on, did I make that sale? (laughs) Because if, as long as you focus on, I didn't make that sale, right? Then I'm in a bad mood. I made that sale. I'm in a good mood. And now if depending on whether or not you made that sale, whether or not you move forward versus, okay, if I talk to X number of people, I have the likelihood of getting this number of results, right? So the fastest way to start improving is to start looking at what can I track? How do I track this? And then the next fastest way is to give yourself an assessment. And I have an assessment on my website that Mm -hmm. you can use uh, for, it doesn't matter if you're trying, if we're talking about finding a new partner or you're trying to market yourself in your business, just having the right questions Mm -hmm. will give you the right material for answering (laughs) questions of what you (laughs) Right. So you can get that assessment at jenmorgan.com. That's Jen with two N's, morgan.com forward slash MA questions. So marketing assessment questions. And that will give you a good start as to looking at what are some of the areas where I can um, I can track maybe mm-hmm. that I didn't have before. Where are some areas where I'm really good? Maybe I should do more of those things. <laughs> where yeah. are some areas really bad? Maybe I need a performance strategy to help increase my performance there. Yeah. Yeah. And I was sharing this this story with you about my weekend on how I made one change in something I do outside of radio. Just one, one change. Took a risk on it, spent some money on it, and I did a change. But that's really the model we're talking about. First of all, are we willing to make an investment in ourselves? That's number one. I cannot believe how many people, Jen, have a huge vision, want results. And when you have a conversation about, are you ready to make an investment in yourself? They don't. And I just was faced this with myself. And I said, yep, you know what? I'm ready to make that investment. Mm -hmm. Made the investment, took a little risk because it was unknown to me and went through exactly your process. Actually, tried to perform and did perform with this change and the results were just remarkable. How do we help people understand not just the power in their results, but taking all of the other pillars that you've been talking about, bringing them together to say, you know what? You are worth it. You are worth the investment. Yeah, I like to do comparisons. You know, mm-hmm. we'll spend what, what I don't know what you spend out here in the Pacific Northwest, 300,000 minimum on a house. Um, oh, oh, minimum. Oh, God. $20,000 yes. $20, on a car. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. you might spend 10, maybe you mm-hmm. might spend 30, right? $20,000 on a car. How much money do you spend? Like, there's an, I think there's an average that women spend eight, eight to $15,000 a month on their beauty which there's nothing wrong with these things. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but where do you fit mm-hmm. and where are your priorities? If you know, we buy external things like our house and our cars and our clothing and our couches, and then we buy things for our children, like video game. Like we, we have all of these things that we purchase so that people can be entertained in the moment. But what do we do to make sure that we're going where we want to go and that we're able to be able to make decisions with our buying power as a family that reflect our values? Like, how do you do 
that, if you don't know how to do that for yourself. And I think what happens is when we don't invest in ourselves, we perpetuate these, these, I don't know, habits from past generations that may not at all be in line with our values, but we don't know how to change them. I read this really great book by Bell Hooks a long time ago. It was about love and I was going through a breakup at the time. And it just, I don't know, for me, when I'm going through something emotional, like having some logical way to think about something (laughs) can feel really cathartic, right? So she just talks about how, you know, during the 60s, there was this huge change in the way we thought about women's rights and, um, you know, different powers that we were starting to have. But then people still got married and they still went home and they created families, mm-hmm. right? And then what happened was they didn't have any anything to look, any model for how do we have a relationship that's not a woman working and taking care of all of the household right. things, right? right? And that was not, we can say that, oh, you know, if he was a better guy, he would do half and half, but it took us time. Like oh, I think yeah. now we have people and couples who are doing that much more, but back when it was like happening with like my parents' generation, they had a harder time. And that's why I think we had a lot of high divorce rates. So I'm kind of going all over the place, but the idea is like the, when you have to have a perspective on whether or not your worth is, whether, whether or not, what is the life you're going to live? Is it going to be the life that just comes at you and you react to that, those sorts of things, or are you going to proactively design the future you want to have and that's what I'm about is like thinking you know okay I want to go there and in order to go there I got to prioritize my time my energy and my resources and how am I going to do that I got to figure out what's most important and that means investing time energy and resources into yourself and the vision you have for your life and the vision you have for your family the vision you have for your company otherwise you play a game called what did we say it's called? Play not to not lose. Yeah, no, you you play. Yeah, you play not to lose instead of playing to win, and and you can see that. I mean, you can see that in sports. You can see that in everything you do. But you know, one of the things I want to get back to is the point that you made earlier. You're talking about your business, your vision, your dream, and your livelihood. And you know, I don't think that people intentionally want to flounder. I do not think we're made like that. I just think that we don't know another way. And, you know, today what you're presenting is another way. We're going to take a short break and we come back. How do we close this gap? You know, how do we sit down and have these lofty goals, these incredible dreams, huge visions, and then what actual results? Well, that's what Jen Morgan does. She helps people close the gap exceed the forecast. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I had a way then, losing it all on my own. I had a heart then, but the queen has been overthrown. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol 
The longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Hey listeners, would you love to have the most imaginable relationships ever? David Karsher has just finished his breakthrough book, The Seven Spiritual Strategies for Fulfilling Relationships, and he is giving you a copy. Learn to move any important relationship in your life forward like never before. Visit davidkarsher.com slash blessing or transformationtalkradio.com to receive this incredible gift. Once again, that's davidkarsher.com slash blessing. Are you ready to thread your life with intuition? Intuit Apparel can help you do just that. This is not just about a piece of clothing. This is about a movement, an awakening, and staying centered in life. Your life. Intuitive and host of the radio show, Get Into It, Lynn Brown, was given this image with the intention of a clothing line designed to represent the essence of life itself. Visit IntuitApparel.com now and wear your intuition with pride. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh my goodness. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. I love that song, Benny. Thank you. Uh, Jen Morgan is in the house. As we said before, go ahead to jenmorgan.com. And as well, you're going to be able to take a look at, you know, how are you doing? Um, There's an assessment asking the right questions. You can uh, can download it at jenmorgan.com slash MA questions. Listen, we're talking about performance. Let's say we have a rude awakening here. And we discover, well, year after year after year, we've got this forecast and we're just not getting the results. You know, do we change the forecast? Because some people will (laughs) change the forecast. (laughs) Let's say we don't do that. What else do we do? (laughs) Okay. All right. So when we're talking about closing the gap, first of all, that means that we had some way we have some baseline metrics in place because we can't close it a gap we don't know what the gap is right so we got to have that basic part where we got a plan we get some results and then we have some way to track 
then what we're trying to do when I'm when I'm we're going to create a performance strategy and that performance strategy is going to touch on three different areas because in sales and marketing there really are I'm sh- I'm sure people, some maybe somebody would argue with me but I think there are three skills to master as a marketing or slash salesperson that's conversion consistency and confidence so I'll just go over those really quickly conversion is just exactly how it sounds you know you meet somebody and they either become a client you know they become a date <laughs> they become a um somebody interested in what it is that you're wanting to talk to them about right your ability to convert them over onto your side that's uh, obviously a sales thing specifically but what about in marketing marketing we want to do some activities and do they generate interest in sales right so do those marketing things convert um, consistency, this is a big thing. So if we're, if we're going from being an independent on our own in business for ourselves, we're generally awful at being consistent. We're, we're trying to, we're, we're working, 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 working. All of a sudden there's no work. So we go market, right? That's how an individual person tends to do it. So the biggest change in being able to raise your profile as an independent or a small business is through consistency because consistency really only happens when you have somebody who's holding you accountable (laughs) and holding you accountable generally means there's more than one person in the business, right? So you can raise your profile really quickly as an individual by being consistent and as a team by being consistent in more detailed ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the third one is confidence. Uh, I recently had an incredibly great opportunity to meet with the executive director of a very prestigious company. And mm-hmm. I was really nervous yeah. <laughs> and I don't I, often get nervous because yeah. I, I mean, at least in these w- small intimate conversations, I'm really comfortable with people and I've been in very high stakes environments a lot. So it's very rare where I feel really out of my comfort zone. So I was really out of my comfort zone. Last year, I don't know, because there was a lot of things that I had to do to secure that that happening. You know, I had somebody who was making the introduction. There's a lot of very subtle things that I did to move that agenda forward. Mm-hmm. If I was not capable, if I wasn't, hadn't built my confidence up enough to have that conversation, even though I was nervous, I would could have easily let that go away very, very easily. So there's all kinds of opportunities that you get with your career, with your business, with other people that you just have to have some confidence to make a request, you know? And that really does make the difference between whether or not you go in a straight line towards your vision or you take some meandering path that takes you into nowhere land. (laughs) You know? So those are how I think about it. When When I created my own performance strategy around speaking, I... You know, at first, I'm, I, I think I'm just have a. I've been developing myself in this way since I was a kid. I, w- I started out as a figure skater, and I I naturally would find the limits of what I could do as a figure skater. So I I once went over to my coach and said, "Hey, I think I invented a move." <laughs> and it ended up just being a left side, like a, I you know it was assumed I was a right dominant skater, but I was just doing a couple like a move on my left side. I could do three different moves on my left side. And so that really just showed that I was ambidextrous and that maybe I wasn't skating on the right side. but I thought mm-hmm. I had invented this new move. So I, I have this That's... tendency to you know what are the limits uh-huh. um, that somebody might have? And those limits allow me, 
or allow us to look at, okay, Jen, you can speak confidently to people one-on-one, but then you get on stage and you forget your name. So let's Mm -hmm. go to improv class. (laughs) Let's go to improv class and get comfortable making a mistake, saying the wrong name. (laughs) You don't have to say the right name. And then once I was in that class, I started realizing that I talk to myself in a very, very negative way when I'm on the spot. All of a sudden, I am my own worst enemy. And through that development. It took, you know, the last five or six years, I developed programs for other people. I became a much better salesperson because I was listening so much better. So all of these things that I did over here to make myself a a better speaker, to get myself to be able to speak, had a huge impact on my ability and my conversion and my confidence and overall my consistency. So that's how you close your gap. Well, you know, it's interesting that we're talking about this because I don't think it's any different in the business world. You know, I, I think that, you know, we have to be willing to at least, what did you say? Try new things. We have to be willing to try new things. And, you know, in your case, you showed something highly creative, right? Mm-hmm. Because the energy of what I heard you say was this. You were energetically, creatively lifted by trying something new, even though maybe it wasn't new, right? Mm -hmm. But you were energetically lifted by that. And I think that you nailed something earlier today that I'm just wrote down on my pad. Mm -hmm. And it is, we will get stale and sign up to play play not to play not to lose we will do it and it'll become a way of life and we'll think we're winning and Mm -hmm. yet we show results of disappointment over and over again you work with people that don't want to show disappointments Mm -hmm. isn't that it and you give them a solution yeah, I mean, I think that there, there's definitely a range of comfort level to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And marketing and sales is putting yourself out there. And it is the more scariest part of creating a career for yourself, for everybody. It's not even people look at me and they just think, oh, you're so extroverted. and You're so all these things. And I, I have tons of stories of how I was like in the back corner, <laughs> not knowing my name and having sweaty palms. So, you know, it's just a, you, it's a muscle, they're muscles and you build those muscles based on having something that you can see yourself doing. And you start with something you can see yourself doing. And then you start to build on as you build your confidence and everybody starts somewhere. Uh, a plan can be very generic or it can be very, very focused. And the speed at which you grow and develop your vision to where you want to go, for me, it was speaking in public. You know, it depends on how you adjust your efforts. Mm-hmm. You know, in a lot of ways, my trajectory has been fast, but it didn't feel fast. It felt right. painstakingly slow. But if right. I look at what I've achieved since the moment I couldn't speak on stage till this moment right now where I'm talking on the radio, and even just getting to the process of being able to speak regularly on the radio, these are I had to work out, (laughs) you know, and I think that oftentimes we're listening, we're not making, we're not listening to the right things and we're not making adjustments that support success. We're making adjustments that protect us from disappointment or protect us from being embarrassed. And, and that's where we end up playing to not lose and, and loss aversion is a real thing in um, stocks. They study all the time that people would rather hold on to their stocks and to make a move that might be more, you know, financially beneficial 
right? Exactly. We don't want to lose some other relationships that are not working. We don't want to lose that person to, you know, hold us at night. So we're going to stay in a relationship that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Time. And it, it sounds ridiculous when I say it like this, but we all do it. We we hold on to what we know and we're, we, we have a hard time opening up to the unknown. It's a normal thing. So the red methods all about playing to win, putting your best foot forward, whatever that is for you, and then working a program so that you can achieve your vision because you have to make actions every single day that tell people who you are. Cause as soon as you stop telling people who you are, they start to create their own story of who you are, or they don't notice you. I know it. Wow. What a great show, Jen. Thank you so much. Please tell folks again, we got about a minute left, how they can find out more about you, but most importantly, how they can go ahead and and download some cool things to help them. Awesome. Yeah. So if you need help creating an effective marketing program for yourself or your business, you can call me directly at 206-972-5366, or you can go to my website and fill out the contact form. Definitely go check out this marketing assessment. It's just a bunch of questions. Don't get hung up on knowing all of the right ones, but just, you know, there's the questions to make sure that you're asking the right things to make adjustments to your program. And you can find that at jenmorgan.com QA questions. No, no. Awesome. I'm sorry. I told no, you wrong. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. MA questions. Thank you. assessment questions. <laughs> awesome. Hey, everybody. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Radically Distinct Radio. I don't want you to miss an episode, so subscribe to Radically Distinct Radio on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And if you can, please rate and review the show on iTunes. Stay connected to me. Sign up for my newsletter on my website, jenmorgan.com. Follow at Radically Distinct on Instagram and Facebook. And tweet with me at, at jenmorganbrand. Until next time, I'm Jen Morgan, reminding you to be radically distinct. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.